0: Your 20s are a weird time. What else is there to discuss? <laughs> I don't know how to like introduce to this. <laughs> we got lots of stuff to talk about. Today, on Discussion Ready.
1: This is... A Rainy Sunday. I am your host, Franco Romero. DJ Jazzy D. Welcome to episode.
0: I hate this. I don't even know what number episode this is. <laughs> Dude.
1: And actually that's a good point. How many of these have we made? If you follow us. This is failed attempt number 332.
0: <laughs> if you follow us at ReadyPod, tweet at us. And tell us how
1: many episodes of the show there was. Why would we do? That? Why wouldn't we just go in and like check ourselves? I don't know. Are we that lazy? I am. <laughs> do you think like people who don't know us like visually have this representation? Like God, Franco must be such a fat, <laughs> like unhealthy, like out of shape. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm just like drawn on. About Why this.
0: is it me that they would assume this about? <laughs>
1: Okay, both of us. I meant I was gonna go into it. You said my name.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> just like terrible oh, yeah, at like the, taking that care of himself. Guy, I bet he's like ripped. I bet he like yeah, yes, bring he's it toned. On. Yeah, bring it. But this Franco character, guarantee, man's
1: like eight hundred pounds. What do you think? What do you guys, if people who don't know us, if you're watching, what do you think we look like?
0: I'm going to have to post a photograph of myself now. A before and after picture. <laughs> before and after picture. We'll make fake pictures. Before are... and after this episode. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, DeAndre and I are going to do a fitness challenge.
1: DeAndre I don't know is... if we're ever really going to do this. We... Franco keeps wanting to do it. We then... are. DeAndre is resistant to it. I'm not resistant. I just know, I know you. <laughs> How can I hold you accountable?
0: You don't know what's in my heart. If I don't
1: see you all the time. You will see me all the time. I see you all the time. Yeah, but I don't see you every day. But is upset yeah.
0: still because I don't live in the same complex that he does. Even though we still see each other like three oh, times a week. Oh, I wasn't even
1: going on about that. Whatever. Well, sure. Why not? I was just talking about how, I don't know, how you could just tell me something. You'd be like, yeah, I didn't do this today. Did you? I think we could do it. Guys, we're going to do a
0: fitness challenge. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight.
1: The end of the summer at yeah, the end of the summer, of the summer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no what we're gonna do is we're gonna do it um, through the winter and by next summer we're gonna be ready to hit the beach and the reason is because I feel like I ate a lot of trash this summer I used to eat really good but now I eat trash and I don't like that I know. So you still go to the to gym too every morning I, man I've been there a long wow. time I'm trying to go tomorrow you lied to me I'm gonna try to go tomorrow I've been going for lots of walks. I haven't been hitting the bike as much as I used to. I haven't been hitting the... Yeah, I'm going to go back to the gym. The kettlebells, one. the ropes, the pull-up bar. The you ropes?
1: Know. Where do you get ropes?
0: Well, Planet Fitness now has uh, these battle
1: ropes. What? Yeah. Oh, is it that like machine that's multi-use multi or whatever? Yeah, you They're just kind of like... Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, for people who didn't see what I
0: did, I made kind of like a like a jag-off symbol with two hands. <laughs> that's what you do with with the ropes
1: is it is that what you do
0: (laughs) you hold one in each hand and you just like hit them on the ground
1: beautiful or
0: you could like you know toggle them back and forth like i mean you guys can't see what i'm doing so that you're like did you learn that from the commercials you're just like yeah power rate probably (laughs) (laughs) yeah the commercials with no lebron james did it so i just do You're like, everything LeBron James does, I'm a dude. I do. I heard him on a podcast one time. He was on the Tim Ferriss show and he was talking about how he he eats like whole wheat pancakes. And I was like, I'm going to go get me some whole
1: wheat pancakes. Have you had whole wheat pancakes? No. No, I haven't. Wait, like, so you didn't to. get the whole wheat pancakes?
0: No, but I felt like because he had them. Like, that's an excuse. like I try to stay away from bread, but he had them, so I feel like I can have them.
1: I like how you. I'm learning that LeBron James is a role model in your life. I, he's just like the type of man I would like to be.
0: What type of man would you like to be? Don't put that on me.
1: Right. I don't know the answer to that just yet. Follow us at ReadyPod.
0: Tweet us what kind of man... <laughs> You would like deandre to be wow
1: oh not you though
0: <laughs> you i already was put on blast this episode i don't agree <laughs> in regards to how the listeners perceive my physicality
1: <laughs> by my well, voice <laughs> you literally just you literally were like yeah i haven't gone to the gym in a while i'm like you're just feeding into what i yeah, said well
0: that is true i haven't gone to the gym in a while but i am in pretty good shape I eating
1: think. like trash and like
0: yeah it's not the best. I'm not in the best shape of my life. I'm not in the worst shape of my life. Talking about perceptions here. When I met DeAndre,
1: I was a little heavier than I am now. That is true. Yeah. You definitely were like pudgy. Your cheeks were puffier for sure. That is true. You were still pretty tall. I mean, as far as it goes, I feel like you were still pretty slim, but you did have like a gut. I did have a gut. And then he started transforming himself when he decided that he wanted to go to the gym <sighs> at our school. That's right. I did.
0: And then after school is really when I got it together because... Uh, yep. I don't know. You know, when you're in college, you eat a lot of whatever's nearby. So I ate a lot of burrito spot. I just ate at the cap most of the time so I could have options. Well, DeAndre was smart. DeAndre was an RA. DeAndre ate the food at the school, which is mostly healthy. DeAndre went to the gym way before I did. DeAndre is somebody that I should listen to more often, and I won't get myself into situations that I have to disentangle myself from and figure out what the hell to do. We've talked about this before,
1: like... I'm definitely not referring to anything that's going on right now. <laughs> I give advice, but people just don't listen. But I don't it's not like I give terrible advice whatsoever. It's actually sound logical <laughs> advice. But they're like, yeah, no. I'm not Deandre, doing that. Yeah,
0: DeAndre gives good advice and I don't take it. And he doesn't take my advice. So that's not true. Actually, it's
1: not true. He does take my advice a good portion of the time. I learned that actually in school. That's before true. before when we first knew each other a little bit early on, I don't think I did. But Yeah. But
0: here's the plan. So I have a very awkward Facebook message on Facebook. I don't have Facebook anymore. It's like four years old. I never replied to it. If I lose our fitness challenge, I have to reply. <laughs> Forgot about to, that. To the, to the Facebook message. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want that bad
1: juju back in my life. Don't you dare reply to that message. So we need something for DeAndre Would to do. Would it still be there though? I don't even know if it still be there. Probably not. It's probably long gone. My Facebook's like deleted, deleted. Yeah. Although
0: you can actually get your Facebook back you want to you just have to like confirm that it was yours and like say why it disappeared you sound
1: like too much trouble and facebook's not worth it yeah
0: it's really not i don't want it back yeah don't, God, i don't want
1: it back yeah don't do it i won't put you through that
0: yeah so also some news we're going to be having an instagram page pretty soon Mom, um, my wife monique is going to be managing it she, she may become a new producer of uh at ready
1: i mean discussion ready <laughs> See, I'm not the only one <laughs> over here last week. Me like it's discussion ready, <laughs> and I'm like, oops, <laughs> this is ready pod. Maybe we should have called it ready pod. It's starting to flow. What's going on with you? Just doing movies, making movies. I mean, we're almost there to getting ready to shoot, but we're still a few weeks out, and it's a pretty legit production.
0: What are you drinking right
1: now? I'm drinking, uh. What is this? It, it's kombucha, and it's called Hum.
0: You've never tried this
1: brand before. I've never it's heard. of It's pretty brand. good, actually. It's not as kombucha-y as other kombuchas. Like, <sighs> I don't know what it, would it be acidic. What, I don't know that. Probably. Like. Um, it's very good. That's good. Franco's drinking a Topo Chico.
0: I'm drinking a Topo Chico.
1: Twist then, of lime. Yeah.
0: I've been writing a lot. I have to watch a movie tonight. I'm referencing a lot of movies in my novel. I wrote a lot about Blade Runner last week. Um, This week I'm going to watch that movie, Love, and Twitter. It's a movie that Aziz Ansari
1: referenced in his Master of None TV show. Also, just a quick update, if y'all didn't get it last week, was my dinner with Andre
0: yeah. anybody's
1: ever seen it? I don't know. I don't know. But some it might have been. It might have gone over some people's heads. If anybody did not know what we were referencing, that was my dinner with
0: Andre. Except it was my dinner with DeAndre. It was my podcast with DeAndre. My podcast with DeAndre. So if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to, you know, failure attempts number five forty-three or whichever episode was
1: last. Lilo and Stitch experiment six two six. That should be. That's the name of this episode. Experiment six two six. Experiment six two six.
0: Or experiment zero zero six or however many episodes we have now. We got more downloads last week than we, we have in a little while. Well, it's because we finally came back and we're being consistent <laughs> again. Yeah. We're tweeting again. So hop on the Twitter box. Hop on the tweet box. Follow us on Twitter. We need to get back on that and tweet too. Hey yo, Peloton. Oh my god, we're back with this. <laughs> I let y'all rest for a minute. I'm back now. We need you to sponsor this podcast tonight. Okay. I will talk about you. I will dedicate 45 minutes of each episode to talking about how your amazing your products are if all you do is sponsor us. That is a that is a guarantee. Danger is looking at me like he's absolutely disgusted.
1: Sell out. <laughs> I don't know. What else is going on with you? Man, I don't know. What is this? What is what's happening in the world? Well, every week there's always something kind of hectic and chaotic yeah this week's not too good either we had a lot of shit happening in the world El paso had some a big thing happen yesterday so condolences ohio, ohio. God. there's some shit that too. and the thing is like we're gonna have this whole song and dance with debates again mm-hmm. and like you know the next debate's gonna cover this too yeah for the for the that round and they're just gonna talk about this is gonna just absorb Everything for a hot minute, and then it's gonna be the same circle all over again. So, our condolences to anybody who was affected by the tragedies.
0: It's fucked up. Seems like it happens all the time now.
1: I guess it's just part of uh, getting closer closer to home. I hate again. and like I get it, but I hate seeing or hearing like when someone's like you. All, you always see it happen, but it's just different when it happens in your own hometown or like. You never think it's going to happen in your hometown and I'm just like I'm I, it can happen anywhere. Yeah. And I just like it sucks and like it sucks when you have that like perception like oh I'm safe. You
0: know what and I saw then
1: it breaks. Yeah, that's true. You know what I saw today that was pretty nice. And I might get some
0: shit for this. But I saw some conservative people saying that they condemn like racism and white supremacy and stuff like that. Like I saw, I think like Ben Shapiro, who, by the way, I don't agree with Ben Shapiro on literally anything probably, but he tweeted something about like white supremacy is a, is a, you know, I forget exactly what he said, but he, he pretty, it was strong. You know, he was like, I don't want anything to do with it. And I mean, like that's, that's important. It's important for those people to say that because that shows the people that like, fall into that group who listen to them or like look up to them that they don't want their support and that it's not, they're not part of their team. I mean, I think that's, I don't know. Maybe you could say it's like the bare minimum that they could do, but I was happy that I saw that, I guess.
1: See, what were we talking about earlier about like being friends? If you had a different, even if you have a different viewpoint.
0: Oh yeah. Well, we were talking about like, I don't know. We're not all as different as we think we are. I don't think, I mean, I think we all kind of want the same things at the end of the day, even if we have different solutions for how to get there. I mean, but you know, it's hard because like some people do really believe really grotesque and and horrible things and we can't bring that stuff to the table. But then there's other people that I think, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. What do you think?
1: I'm just trying to recall our conversation. early. Like, I don't even remember. I think you were like, "What if I did this?" or like agreed with this person. I'm like, "Well, you're still my friend. I've known you before." Uh, what was it you were talking about? Oh,
0: <laughs> so we made a joke about how uh, this is a terrible joke, but we said that you know our 20s are a tough time because I've been going through some stuff. I've been, you know, I'm just gonna be honest to everybody's listening. I'm kind of been going through some stuff. And I've been talking to everybody around me about it. and But we were joking that, like, you know, in your 20s, you go through stuff that's hard. And then hopefully in your 30s, 40s, whatever, you know, things get kind of even out. And so we were saying, like, someday we're going to be 40 years old, you know, living in our homes, like, having everything figured out. And we'll probably be Republicans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <all> I said. <laughs> like, as a joke. I'm joking, guys. But then I also said, like, I'll probably go – like hard the other way. Like, like instead of being more conservative as I get older, I'll get like more left. And Deandre said that like, he'll, he'll be like, you know what? I don't care. He's, he's still my friend and he'll be in the, what did you say?
1: I think I said like, if I was getting interviewed and like, I was like a part of a production or something in some higher aspect and they interviewed me and be like, so your friend, we found out you're friends with Franco. That doesn't bother you at all. I'm like, no, why should it? Like, I've known him for years, mm-hmm. and just because he has a certain viewpoint doesn't mean like I can't be friends with him anymore. Like, yeah. like if we may have be- different views on it, but we can still like come together. You know, something like that. Absolutely. I don't know. Franco's looking off in the distance like he saw a ghost, so freaking out a little bit. He's gonna go ghost hunting real quick. You get, you go get them ghosts. Ben and Danner. Ben, Danner, Ben-na-na-na-na-na. He left me all alone. Hi, guys. So, I guess this means I am officially taking creative control of the podcast. Um, I want you to, uh, I want to welcome you to my new show. This is All About Me uh, by DeAndre, All About DeAndre for DeAndre. And, um, the show is really about encapsulating my life and what I believe in and the way the world should work. I just believe the world should listen to me and do what I do and everything would be great. We would have no problems because everyone would be thinking the same. There would no no complaints, no, no quarrels because everyone's got the same viewpoint. So everyone just shut up and listen to me, and everything's going to be A-OK. So welcome. Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it, because I'm all alone now. Franco left me, and this is how, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But, oh God, here he comes back. Before... Uh, uh, and yeah, so that's all I believe in Franco. Franco's a really good person and, uh, I think he's going to do a real good job in his life. You were talking shit, weren't you? Nope. Not at all. All right. It's okay. Part two,
0: we're going to go dive into the
1: wormhole of all the movies that are out there. We've got some new trailers. Uh, Franco hasn't seen the trailer for 1917, even though it's really cool. I saw a mashup someone did on Reddit, where they took the 1917 trailer and mashed it with Skyfall. It was really cool. So it's August. It's almost the end of summer. Big blockbusters are winding down. Hobbs and Shaw's in theaters to uh, kind of tent pole the end of summer i suppose and then we get to go into good old fall holiday and season holiday movies and oscar performances and yada 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 yeah. movies television shows actually i just started the boys how is the boys the boys is i'm on episode three now i think um but so far it's 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 kind of predictable in some points, but it's really a, a cool world. To be like, what if a superhero like was just as shitty as normal life, like they, but they just had powers. I think you told me about this show. Yeah, and it it's cool to see like what they like kind of built in the world. Um, Amazon gave them apparently pretty much full control, except for like well, I guess one scene they had to cut, but overall, it's like, it's a really decent show. It's like, what if a business actually created the superhero? It's basically like, what if Disney took real superheroes and made it a business? So they're still heroes and they still save lives. But at the same time, they go off and make a movie about that character with them acting in it. And they go off and like, do these charity events and they go and, you know, sell toys and all this crazy stuff. But in the background, they're really like shitty people. They're just like normal humans with their same problems. It's pretty intense subject matter. It is. And it, and it's also like brings up like certain, like, what if this hero who could do this, like got away with stuff? Like there's one that's called translucent and he can turn invisible, but he has to be like fully naked. Otherwise you'll see his clothes. So like, there's like some moments where he's like in a female's bathroom and he's invisible. And then he like appears like, fully naked and he's like oh i'm sorry <laughs> like he's like touching himself and stuff oh lord! yeah it's kind of wild
0: did i already talk about the watchman trailer i don't know okay that's the thing that i'm probably most excited for right now it's coming out in october i'm a huge fan of the graphic novel i am a reluctant and shameful fan of the movie but the sequel to the to the I'm sorry, the TV show is going to be a sequel to the graphic novel, which I'm really excited about because it looks like they're actually trying to do something unique that kind of fits into the world and there's brand new characters and it also kind of like spits in the face of everybody who thought that Rorschach was like the coolest because now there's like a cult that's developed around him and they're like beating up cops and basically they're like vigilantes, like people who are like have this like sick ideology And so, like, the show is kind of like, yeah, no, Rorschach was, like, a paranoid dude who – he was, like, what a Batman would really be like, a dude who's, like, actually mentally unstable. And so that's the only way he's able to do these things. He's, like, crazy. He has bad hygiene. He's paranoid. He doesn't have any friends. I don't know. I just like that the show is going to bring that back in. Also, uh, what it looks like they're going to do with Dr. Manhattan is pretty awesome because he's going to come back – um, and then Adrian Veidt is uh, still, I think his name is Adrian, He's still like alive and still being all creepy and it has a conspiracy, like the original story. So uh, just everything about it looks so much, it looks wonderful and, and it makes me feel better about the movie because even though I love the movie, the movie has
1: some issues. I'm excited to check it out. There's like some good content coming out currently. Yeah. Um, Though his dark materials are coming out. I was so just going to bring that up. I, uh, that's one that I'm really excited for. And a lot of the what the trailer showed was like stuff from the original Golden Compass. They're like, okay, that's what Golden Compass is. This is what we're reflecting in mm-hmm. the show. And I'm excited for that one because I, I liked Golden Compass. I never read the books, so I have no issue with like the movie.
0: You know, I've never read the books either, but I'm actually thinking of reading them now. I've always kind of wanted to. I've, I've thought about listening to them on Audible just because it sounds like a really cool concept and it gets into some really interesting stuff around like spirituality and like
1: man's relationship to the universe and stuff like that. So like,
0: you know, stuff I like to, to read about. Yeah. So,
1: And then there's also... Uh, I learned this recently because I thought it was weird that it was going on this network, but Snowpiercer is also a show that's coming out huh. based off the movie and material. And... um It's a TV show on TBS and TBS does funny stuff. They don't do serious dramas like this. So it was kind of weird that they had it, but I just discovered that it was originally TNT that created it and it was supposed to be on TNT, but they dropped it and I guess moved it to TBS. Wow. So yeah, it's kind of wild, but I'm excited to see that one. It's also weird that they made it a series series because it's all on a train and I only can only imagine like how the seasons progress. Like I may, I get the movie, the movie worked out. It's like two hours. You can tell the story, but this one is like, who knows how far they're going to go with it. Yeah, definitely if it makes it. Um, I guess we'll see. Yeah. What else is going on? 1917 looks really cool. The trailer was kind of an interesting design. For like a trailer how it goes um it's suspenseful but at the same time like it has like the typography of it goes through the trailer mm-hmm. so like you're watching them the scenes and then like the scene shrinks because it's going through you're like coming there, sh- showing words on the screen so it like goes through cuts into the scene it's i'll, I'll have to show you after their words um, so you know what i mean but it will definitely it looks like saving private ryan
0: Oh, like Sam awesome.
1: Mendes' version of Saving Private Ryan, but in like World War One. Yeah, no, that's that sounds really cool. Yeah, and it, it sounds intense, so we'll see. And it's Sam Mendes, so it's something that, like, like, a passionate project, it seems like. So we'll see what happens with that. And then what else do we got going on? Um,
0: Everybody's kind of excited right now about
1: the new Tarantino movie. I don't think they are. Really? Yeah. No. Everybody I've talked to from like from work and my roommate, um, they all say the almost exactly the same thing about the film. About like the editing's very weird. There's certain scenes that don't need to be in there. Sharon Tate has no reason to be in there whatsoever. Maybe Um, maybe I just live in a weird bubble because everyone I've seen talk about it has just been, like, fawning over it. All I've ever heard was, like, the performances are really amazing from Leo and Brad. But, like, other than that, it's a really weird entry um, into a Tarantino film. And people are the ones that I've talked to said that this is probably the bottom of their list of, like, his movies.
0: You know, I feel like that's a reaction that every Tarantino movie gets, though. Cause like a lot of people have loved Hateful Eight,
1: and for me, that's like the absolute worst one of his movies. I cannot stand. that Well, that's one. what I heard. Like a lot of people say, they're like, "No, I don't like Before uh, Once Upon a Time." Like everyone was like, "Oh, Hateful Eight's his worst one yet," um, and then this one came out. And they're like, "Nope, this one t- hits, the, hits the hits the is the cherry on top." So I don't. I don't know. Do you think I haven't just, seen it yet? So yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. I haven't, actually, also haven't seen Hateful Eight.
0: Yeah, I'm actually gonna go this week. Do you think there's just something about him that is like in his style and his subject matter that is like um provocative That makes people have a strong reaction to his movies, whether good or bad? Cause I've rarely seen like I when you talk about his movies, I've rarely had somebody be like, Oh yeah, no, that one, that one's that one's fine. I thought it was a decent film. Usually people are like, No, I love that movie, or I, or I hate that movie. It, yeah. And kind of him as a director too. Yeah. I,
1: I can see that, but it's,
0: it's like the novel or in an, film fight club. Same thing. But it's like, he,
1: what is your thing with fight club currently? Like
0: you were talking about that earlier. Too. I, I listened to a podcast with Chuck Palahniuk recently. who wrote okay. it.
1: He's a very interesting guy. Um, but like with Clinton and I, I, yeah, I just feel like he has the certain style that people just are sometimes appalled to. Like, the way he, like, takes genre bends and, like, kind of pisses off people by doing certain things that they don't like or with scores, how he, like, someone created this score for him and then he, like, kind of, like, completely took out the best parts or whatever, I don't know. Like, there's so many, like, controversial stuff with him when it comes to, and, like, the Uma Thurman thing with, like, that just came out like a while back about her like having to drive the car at dangerous speeds in one of the scenes for Kill Bill and like she didn't want to do it or something. I don't know. There's just like speculations on different things and like Quentin, I just feel like Quentin might be one of those like he's awesome. That people are like, Oh my god, Quentin Tarantino, yeah. But then like people who actually worked with him or like or around him are like, No. That that wasn't that wasn't not enjoyable for me. Yeah. The new
0: um the trailer, well, I don't know if it's like new, new, but the trailer for, just switching gears a little bit, because uh, something you said made me think of this. So The Shining is one of my favorite movies of all time, but I have a hard time watching that movie because of the way that I know Shelley Duvall was treated, the actress in it. She was just really pushed to her brink, and apparently, I mean, obviously I wasn't there, but this is what I've read and what I've been told, is that um, Stanley Kubrick really kind of like scared the fuck out of her and... So, I don't know. Watching that movie now is kind of a weird experience for me, knowing that. That's another one that I need to watch. we got to watch that. Um, October. Have you seen the whole thing? You've seen it all the way through? The Shining? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love that movie. How do you feel about the sequel coming out? So, that's what I was going to say. The the sequel is based on a book that I think is kind of just okay. But um, the concept on screen looks – so, I have such mixed feelings about it. Love The Shining. Love you, on McGregor. Think that the story on screen looks amazing. Hate the way it's lit. <laughs> it really bums me out that the sequel to The Shining, which is what like, one of the most like beautiful horror movies of all time, in my opinion, is going to be lit the same way that um, Avengers: Age of Ultron was lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real bummer. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm still going to go see it because, like I said, I've, I watch almost every Un McGregor movie because I just love him as an actor. But um,
1: yeah, it. I don't know. What did you think of it? I mean, I'll form an opinion once I see The Shining. Okay, fair enough. Um, I I liked. It looked good. Like, you're not wrong in all your assessments on that. So, I wouldn't really disagree. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I'll need to watch The Shining first. The only really thing I've seen of The Shining, I've seen scenes, but is really like Ready Player One. The blood scene? Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was great how they did that. That was a great scene. I, like, I guess that was kind of a cute, cool scene that um, Stephen was like, this is for my friend. Yeah. I'm going to do this for him. That is pretty cool. I'm um, also like obsessive
0: about – I love like reading about Stanley Kubrick and like his his thought process and his movies, his theories. I've probably brought this up before, but if anybody has not seen The Shining – I recommend watching The Shining, <clears throat> if only so that you can then go watch Room Two Forty Seven, which is the documentary. The, oh, about all the, sh- the conspiracy theories around I'm thinking the Shining. About
1: fourteen oh nine.
0: No, oh yeah. no, it's fourteen oh eight. I think it's the. Oh, I don't know. John Cusack horror film. But yeah, to, Room Two Forty Seven is is just amazing. The conspiracy theories are so some of them I think make sense and some of them are insane. And just watching it is fun. So. I have to watch
1: that too. Yeah, after watching. Sounds the interesting. I'm gonna show DeAndre The Shining this week. Thought you said we were gonna wait in October. Now we're gonna watch it this week. Life happens fast. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, but I know but summer's already at the end. Where people are going back to school. Your wife's going back to school. But yeah, my
0: wife is a teacher. She's gonna be going back to teach this week. It's kind of crazy. I would be going back to school had I not uh, pulled out of school. <laughs> so I'm not gonna be going back to school, which I'm good. Is good. I'm happy about it. But um, how's your summer been?
1: Good. I mean, I got to go to uh, another part of the world this summer. I uh, enjoyed it. I've been making... I made, like, two movies. Yeah. Or, like, I guess I started one and then left for the other one, so... Yeah, that's okay. <clears throat> anyway. But, yeah, there's not, we haven't really watched anything this week, so we kind of got to get on watching those. That's only thing I've really seen is The Boys and... Well, I watched Ballad of Buster Scruggs yesterday and finished it today. Yeah,
0: you've been kind of diving into some like westerns lately. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I got to, I feel like I have to with what I'm on right now. So, (sighs) yeah. Just to kind of get a better understanding. Yeah. DeAndre can't talk about it too much right now. But, um, yeah, this time next year, we'll uh, be talking all kinds about it. So, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. Have a good week and we'll see you soon. We love you, people. Franco apparently loves you, people. I, I love you. I accept you. you I want to kiss you on your face. Okay, you're taking it too far. <laughs> I I would give them a hug if anything. <laughs> yeah, if we see you, I won't kiss you on your face. It'd be okay. kind of cool if like we get popular dump and like we're in like a booth somewhere and people are like, "You're Franco and DeAndre." You know Which what, one's what, Franco? Which one's DeAndre? You have to guess. Be like, close your eyes. Now listen to my voice. Right. No, I think
0: we should. Do a booth next summer at uh, Interplanetary Festival.
1: Oh, yeah. that You wanted to do... What was it? Spanish? Was it Spanish Market that you wanted to do that at? Yeah, I wanted to do a live podcast at the Spanish
0: Market here in Santa Fe.
1: But if you can come to Santa Honestly, Fe... that'd be kind of cool because then we could grab people just off the crowd and be like, hey, let's talk about this real quick. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh,
0: if you guys can come to Santa Fe next year, if anybody's coming to Santa Fe next summer, we're going to try to do the Interplanetary Festival.
1: we got some cool things coming on. New Mexico gets busy in the this part of the year. We're going to have Zobra the balloon fiesta kicking off we're gonna have fiestas happening and this is the best time of year to live here big old party hope wherever you're living
0: uh there's cool stuff going on too now it's august uh fall is fast approaching so it's my birthday mine too (laughs) (laughs) and just franco we've known (laughs) each other how long (laughs) i'm not good at remembering birthdays. it's okay Your, i know birthday's I in december i know what yeah. it is it's as long as you know what month it is yeah. one, where... one month is mine uh, yeah i don't know yeah see <laughs> the guild trip september i know it's in september next month i'm gonna be 26 yeah we're getting there half the people listening to this just were
1: like this guy's fucking 26 done yeah they're <laughs> like oh uh, oh whoa no, no no not child not like 20 something or at least 40 it's, yeah. it's fine deandre's 45 <laughs> <laughs> why are you friends with a 45 year old <laughs> it's not podcasting weird. It's in the middle of the night it's not the middle it's nine it's almost nine i am 25 almost 26 <sighs> have a good week everybody we'll talk to you soon and uh as always this is uh discussion ready hashtag ready pod at ready pod on twitter stay sexy